I think we can jump around to some questions and trivia. Jump, jump, jump around. Jump, jump, jump around. Find out in a moment. Alrighty, folks. If it's a little after seven on a Wednesday in Morristown, that can only mean one thing. It's Wednesday Night Trivia at Glenbrook Brewery. Woohoo! Welcome, everybody. Jeff is out tonight, but Cookie is here. That's what I like to hear. You're you're like you're not even a you're not even a fill-in anymore. You're a co-host. I'm a best man adjacent. You are a you're the maid of honor. I'm the maid of honor. You are the maid of honor. Thank you very much. Well, folks, hey, we're a podcast now. Hey. We are recording, so if you're loud, you can be part of the podcast. Woohoo! You can find us wherever you stream. In your car, your boat, your RV. Usually the next day, Thursday afternoon. And you can play along. Lots of fun. Ah, oh, thank you. It's the Irish Red. I love it. Just so you know, everybody, tonight serving you all is Brian, Justin, and Beth. Let's give them a hand. Hey. Make sure you take care of them on your way out. That's what I say. All right, let's go over our game plan. For those of you who are new, this is new. For those of you who have been here before, it's old hat. Trivia rounds are eight questions worth one point each. Round two is a general trivia, multiple choice. Round two is a connection round, short answer, bonus question. Round three and four, general trivia, short answer. Fifth round is the eight-question penalty round. What does that mean? Correct answers are worth three points each. Very nice. Incorrect answers are two points taken away from y'all. Oh. But if you don't answer, there's no points. Nothing ventured, nothing gains. Go big or go home. All right. Teams with more than eight players are not eligible for prizes. Play an exhibition or split up and play head-to-head. I don't see that as an issue. No. All good. Tie games are settled by a closest to the number wins. Question played as part of round five. And bring your sheets up when the round is over. Is there any team that does not have a sheet? I don't know if anyone snuck in. Does everyone have their sheets? Yes? All right. Everybody has their sheets. Their sheets. Everybody has their sheets. I'm pumping us up a little bit. We don't, we so, we don't seem very loud right now. There we go. That's Is it better. my volume? My yeah, volume is not too loud. I think we're good. No, I think we're good now. Hey, what are we playing for tonight? Last place, something from the prize bag. I look, there's a couple of fun things in there. Third place, merch, T-shirt, hat, something from the corner over there. Second place, the Glenbrook Growler. And first place... Ooh, $30 gift certificate to here at Glenbrook and a $30 to Pomodoro. Hey, that's dinner. That's that's next week's food. That is. By the way, folks, next week, if you can believe it, is our first year anniversary hey! show. That's the time where you get to eat the cake, right? What's that? You got to unfreeze your cake. Yes. And eat your cake. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shove it in each other's faces. <laughs> One year. Unbelievable. Well, we have all of you to thank for it. All right. So, fourth place of close. You get nothing. You lose. Good, good day, day, sir. I said good day. All right. Let us jump into round one. Question number one. Cookie, take it away. Here we go. On this date, on June 22nd, 1633, Galileo Galilei is forced by the Pope to recant this Copernican view. A, the Earth, I can't read that far. The Earth revolves around the sun. B, the solar system has nine planets. C, the moon regulates the tides. And D, the Pope wears silly hats. <laughs> you can write the answer. You can write the letter. You can draw a silly hat. You can draw a silly hat. The letter, the answer. You can call me Rain. You can call me Jay. But she doesn't have to call me Johnson. So on June 22nd, 1633, Galileo was forced by the Pope to recant this Copernican view. The Earth revolves around the sun. B, the solar system has nine planets. C, the moon regulates the tides. Or D, the Pope wears a silly hat. I love these old dates, and they, they say the, you know, the actual date on June 22nd, like they, know, like they knew. It's false. There's no way. <laughs> Folks, just a reminder, please make sure that during gameplay that all your phones are away. Please make sure during gameplay that all your phones are away. We don't want to disqualify anybody. That's no fun. We have eyes throughout the room, and your competitors will rat you out. They will. <laughs> Bunch right. of snitches. It's happened. All right, moving on. Question number two, Pride, under its new penal code of 1791, which European country was the first to decriminalize homosexuality? A, the Netherlands, B, France, C, Britain, D, Prussia. And happy Pride still. And happy Pride. Happy we pride. Are, we're closing Very out Pride true. Month. Under its new penal code of 1791, which European country was the first to decriminalize homosexuality? Was it A, the Netherlands, B, France, C, Britain, or D, Prussia? Oh my gosh, yes, of course. There you go. You're welcome. That's a, uh, it's a Billy, Billy Joel song, isn't it, Prussia? Oh, gosh. Cannot deal with Prussia. Boo on the dead One, two, three, four, Prussia. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I have fans. <laughs> they like my bad jokes. There's plenty of them, folks. It's more where that came from. Don't worry. All right, moving on to question number three. Dead authors. What did Shakespeare bequeath to his wife? The rights to his plays, his writing desk, C, his best bed, or D, his second best bed? <laughs> what did Shakespeare bequeath to his wife? A, the rights to his plays, B, his writing desk, C, his best bed, or D, his second best bed? Yeah, I would say he's a bit of an SOB, that Shakespeare. Is this another joke coming? Shakespeare! 
Shakespeare. There's a podcast called Dead Authors, isn't there? And if There's there a is, podcast for everything. If there isn't, there should be. <laughs> oh, it's yeah, it's the Dead Authors. Yeah, it's uh, uh, F, F, uh, Paul F. Tompkins. Oh, does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he interviews dead authors, and comedians come and play the dead authors. Right. Very funny. All righty, moving on to question number four, TV dads. Hey, we just had uh, Father's Day. So these are some questions around TV dads. What 1970s leading man played Ross and Monica's dad, Jack Geller, on Friends? Was it A, Elliot Gould, B, Bruce Dern, C, Tom Selleck, or D, Donald Sutherland? It's hard to believe he was a leading man. <laughs> well, it's hard when he when he played the dad. It's hard to yeah envision him that way. I I almost gave it away. I didn't. <laughs> I almost said the blah blah blah. It's hard to believe. That's all right. Just to see if people are paying attention to what we're That's saying. That's all right. That's all. Hey, I I do this for me <laughs> and you. <laughs> I'll do it for right, them. it's not for them. No, it's, <laughs> it's just for, for us to catch up. For me and you. Yeah, have a little talk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is for you and me and the the two people that listen to our podcast. <laughs> is that you and Jeff? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> the, the two self. No offense, Jeff. I know you're going to listen to this tomorrow. I love you. <laughs> I think the term for that is self-subscriber. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> All right, moving on to question number five. Technology. According to Moore's Law, what doubles about every two years? The U.S. population, B, the number of Netflix shows, <laughs> C, transistors on a microchip, or D, Jeff's bar tab. Oh. Jeff making an appearance in written form today. That's right. In, in question, he's here in spirit. <laughs> in spirit. According to Moore's Law, what doubles about every two years? A, the U.S. population, B, the number of Netflix shows, C, transistors on a microchip, or D, Jeff's bar tab? Mm. Well, I'll tell you, if, uh, if you gave me the opportunity to drink this Irish red every day, mine would double, because this is a damn good beer. Not sponsored. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> True reaction. Not and now sponsored. A for, and now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Moving on to question number six. Books. Which famous children's novel did James Bond, Ian Fleming, write? Was it A, James and the Giant Peach, B, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, C, Matilda, <laughs> or D, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. <laughs> and if this question seems somewhat familiar to you, it's because this was 
in the Clue Club. Was this in the Clue Club? This What's was, the Clue Club, This Bob? was in the Clue Club. Well, on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays every week, you can get three points by just following us on the socials. At Best Men Trivia, on the Facebook, on the Twitter, on the Instagram, all those places. Walk in. Three points. That's it. I'm up three points. Amazing. Just by following the Clue Club... In between rounds, you can also like us and check it out. In between rounds, get a couple points. Get it, you know, search through. Yeah, absolutely. Famous children's novel to James Bond's Ian Fleming, right? James and the Giant Peach. B, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. C, Matilda. D, Are You There, God? It's me, Margaret. All right, moving on to question number seven. Oh. Uh oh. Which one of these outlines is the Hoosier state? Ah, see? You can write. Not only do you have to know what state it is, you need to know the shape. The shape of it. So do they put the letter? Do they put the state name? Name of the letter, name of the state. No, you no, you just get up you just get a point. Oh, smarty pants. I know one one of these is the Hoosier state. I wanna know what is the Hoosiest state is what I wanna know. It's, no. No. It's the Hoosier state and the Hoosiest. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? Come on! I can't give you that one. The hoosiest. Can't give you that one. That's comedy gold. So which one of these is the Hoosier state? The fat boy, the tall boy, the disconnected boy, <laughs> or the <laughs> crumbling boy? The, sp the spill all boy. Boys. They're all boys. <laughs> the spill boy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're almost running out of states. <laughs> we're getting close to the end of state nicknames. You're going to have to start doing capitals. All righty. Closing out this round, question number eight, sports. What touchdown dance created in 1988 by Cincinnati Bengal Elbert Woods led the NFL to propose a rule flagging such moves as excessive celebration? Is it A, the woodshop, B, the Super Bowl shuffle, C, the flick, or D, the achy shuffle? Excessive uh, celebration. Excessive celebration. Cannot be happy that you just got a touchdown. No, no, you're not allowed. Not allowed to move, it's, not allowed to do anything. No, no. It's un unseemly in, for sports. Touchdown dance created in 1988 by Cincinnati Bengal Elbert Woods led the NFL to propose a rule flagging such moves as excessive celebration. Is it A, the woodshop, B, the Super Bowl shuffle, C, the flick, or D, the icky shuffle? Again, you can write down the letter. You can write down the answer. We don't care. 1988 seems like such a long time ago. It was a simpler time. Simpler time. A young Joe Piscopo <laughs> taught us how to laugh. 
So when you're done with your answers, please bring your sheets up to us. Because that, folks, is the, the end, end of round. round one. You did it. You did it, everybody. Pat yourselves on the back. Please bring up your score sheets. In the meantime, we have a little anagram for you to unscramble. Category is movie category, movie series, crosswind journal idiom. We will see you all in a few moments. All right, folks, here we go. We had a little bit of a technical snafu, but all is well. All right, hey, movie series, crosswind journal idiom. Anybody got it? Anybody got it? Anybody got it? Yeah, Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, everybody's upset about the points they didn't get. There's Jurassic Park. There's Jurassic Park 2. There's Jurassic Park World. World. There's Jurassic. That's a series. All right, let's get some answers. June 22nd, 1633, they were so specific. Pope had to recant this view. The earth revolves around the sun. Hey. Under its new penal code of 1791, which European country was the first to decriminalize homosexuality? France. Hey. Ha, 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 ha. Go France. Good for the French. What did Shakespeare bequeath to his wife? The SOB it's is second, second best bed. bed. Best bed. Nice. Oh, what a jerk. <laughs> 17's leading man played Ross and Monica's dad. That would be heartthrob Elliot Gould. <laughs> According to Moore's Law, what doubles about every two years? Transistors on a microchip. <laughs> Jeff's tab doubles every, no. every Wednesday, <laughs> every not Wednesday. every two years. Which famous children's novel did James Bond Ian Fleming write? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. bang. Hey. It's, about, it's about a car with a bad transmission. <laughs> All right. Hoosier State, Indiana D. Not any cheering except for right here. <laughs> and over here. Very uh, nice. <laughs> All right. Sports, which touchdown dance created in 1988? And it would be the Icky, the Icky Shuffle. Shuffle. All right, everybody, who wants to do the Icky Shuffle? Anybody? Any Icky Shuffle? Icky Bill, Shuffle? No, Bill, Come no, on. No, Bill. Icky Shuffle? They want to do it. For a, 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 a Dulce de Leche Owl. <laughs> I'll give someone a Dulce de Leche Owl if you do All the Icky right. Shuffle for me. No? <laughs> All right, let's Can't go over our people. Let's go over our scores. So, Cookie, how did our first round scores go? So, uh, we had a lot of woo, a lot of people uh, uh, tied for first. Comfortably dumb, Dunkin's Donuts, Gremlin Lady Fantasy, Order of the Phoenix, and we're supposed to be having fun. And what? maybe I'll spell that right and not ought to be having fun. With six points, we have Green Wave. Nothing really matters. Namaste or should I go? Bruce Spring Stein. <laughs> <laughs> First place, Calvin's Cult, Morris Townies. Uh, five points is Charcuterie Thirst Trap, and DC's Finest All right. has three. All right. Hey, it's anybody's games yet. So, all right, let's jump into round two. Question number one. Here we go. Question number one, Britcoms, the name of John Cleese's overrun bed and breakfast owner. 
The name of John Cleese's overrun bed and breakfast owner. The third one is D. Did you do this one? I wasn't listening. The name of John Cleese's overrun bed and breakfast owner. Oh, yes. No multiple choice this time. What's that? No multiple choice this time. You nope. actually have to have the knowledge in your head. Exactly. What's that? That would be helpful. All right, moving on to question number two. Directors, he directed Armageddon, the Transformers series, and Pearl Harbor. Which sucked. Oh, jeez. Very strong opinions about the actual movies, but he directed Armageddon, the Transformers series, and Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Autobots, roll out. Poor Shia LaBeouf. Poor, What's that? Poor, poor Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. The Transformer series. Oof. Then it went too downhill. Many. Too, too many. All righty. Moving on to question number three, Danson, who was known for doing everything Fred Astaire did but backwards and in high heels. Uh -huh. who, was, who was the real talent in that duo? Danson, who was known for doing everything Fred Astaire did but backwards and in high heels. Oop, jeez. Falling into the things. I only had one <laughs> beer. Sure, it's only one beer you had there. So I understand there's a, uh, there's a birthday in the house. Uh, team Nothing Really Matters. Happy birthday, Chris! Happy birthday! Woo! Are, are we, are we, are we embarrassing them with a song? Happy Do it, everybody! Happy birthday <laughs> to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Chris. Happy birthday to you. You too. <laughs> 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 All right. We're not doing that. All right, who is known for doing everything Fred Astaire did but backwards and in high heels? All right, moving on to question number four. For what it's worth, this company produced and mass-marketed collectibles, 
Its product line began with manufacturing and marketing privately minted gold and silver commemorative rounds and medallions. Mm-hmm. Now, this also may seem very familiar to oh. some folks because this is the second clue from oh. the Clue Club. This company produced and mass-marketed collectibles. Its product line began with manufacturing and marketing privately minted gold and silver commemorative rounds and medallions. I want a commemorative medallion. This was the second clue in the Clue Club today, or yesterday. Commemorative rounds. What's a commemorative round? What's that? What's a commemorative round? A commemorative round? I guess it's something that can't be considered a coin. Ah. Not like the plates on the wall. Or a plate. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that's round. It's not not beveled, (laughs) so it it can't technically (laughs) hold food. Correct. You can only and mount it on your wall and, and look at it. And it can't go in your pocket. Do not so it's eat. a round. It's a round. <laughs> uh, it's a word for crap. All right, moving on to question number five. The Avengers. This character went from personal assistant to CEO of Stark Industries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm. The Avengers, this character went from personal assistant to CEO of Stark Industries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not a bad gig. Not a bad gig. You fan of the Marvel Cinematic Cinematic Universe? Uh, I did not watch them at the time that they were on. I tended to wait and then marathon the hell out of all of them, but I became I a fan, that. yes. I get that. Did you catch Miss Marvel yet? I have not. Okay. I don't have the regular TV. I uh, got it. There was the Moon Knight that just came out on the Disney Plus. Do you have Disney Plus? Um, no, for anyone who is listening, I do not have Disney Plus. Understood. <laughs> Understood. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Yes. There's just so much to catch up on. I don't have Netflix either. Ah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or Hulu. Or Hulu. I don't have Hulu either. (laughs) I have Disney Plus. My family doesn't have <laughs> Disney Plus, though. <laughs> well, this character went from personal assistant to CEO of Stark Industries in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we move on to question uh, number six. Board games. This suspect from the board game Clue represents the color yellow. This is the yellow piece. Someone's very excited about Yellow Peace on Clue. The suspect from the board game Clue represented the color yellow. I 
and, and still does. Right. It's, it represents. Represents. Represents the color yellow. Is represented by. They are not eliminated from no. the game. No. There have been no change. Well, no, there actually there were some changes. But they could be. Dun, dun, dun. There could be. Whoa. Oh, oh. There have been some updates to, to Clue. Some welcome updates. Yeah. Alrighty. Moving on to question number seven, nepotism. This American singer-actress is the mother of Miguel Ferrer and the aunt to George. Oh. This American singer-slash-actress is the mother of Miguel Ferrer, the late, the wonderful Miguel Ferrer, and the aunt to George. Oh, that's brutal. I just figured it out. <laughs> you did good. Yeah. All right. I do not have the answers beforehand. I just figured it out. <laughs> it's tricky. Trick, trick, tricky. Trick Question number seven. Nepotism. This American singer slash actress is the mother of Miguel Ferrer and the aunt to George. Were you a Twin Peaks fan? Uh, yes. Did you Absolutely love? Absolutely incredibly, Did you yes. love Miguel Ferrer 1, in this? 1,000%. He was astonishing in this. Perfectly cast. Absolutely perfect. How about the return? Waited 25 Oof. years for that. It was great. Oof. Killed me. Oh, man. That was phenomenal. Blew my mind. I, did, I didn't think something that good could be done so well, so consistently. Right. Oh, it was stunning. It was stunning. Stunning Episode television. Eight, still my backdrop on my, uh, my computer. Nice. That first opening shot. Nice. Stunning. Have you been to Squalnalmi Falls? Did I have not. It's on my list. There you go. Good. All right. Good. All right. Moving on to question number eight. Dungeons and Dragons. Found on the D&D website, this monthly column gives official clarifications of D&D rules and provides reference documents to help your D&D game run more smoothly. Ooh. That's helpful. Found on the D&D website, this monthly column gives official clarifications of DVD rules and provides reference documents to help your D&D game run more smoothly. D&D, at the height of now popularity, yeah. being cool, I know. Stranger Things, thank you. Yeah, it's true. And uh, who, 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 what's, what's, the, what's the name of the actor that sort of brought it back? It's a big hulky dude. Oh, he was in the he was in the the, the latest Pee Wee movie. Oh, it's gonna bother me. I gotta look it up. Big D and D dude. Was he? Who? Are I can't. I. I it, his name just went out of my head. I'll look it up. Okay. During the break, we'll go answers. <laughs> All right, folks, and don't forget this is a connection round. Hey. With a bonus question. Bonus question, what do all the answers have in common? The questions have nothing to do with each other, but the answers do. So look over your answers and see if you see a prevailing theme emerging. 
and there might be something that might pop out at you. And take a chance. You will not get points taken off if you're wrong. Exactly. Might as well put something. Exactly. And if not, write a cool dad joke Ex or something. Let's do this. You I know. like that. I like to see this kind of confidence. What do all the answers have in common? And this will bring us, folks, to the end of round two. Please bring up your sheets after you've had them all down. In the meantime, we have a dad joke for you. Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? And we'll see you in a few moments. All righty. All right, dad jokes. Why are elevator jokes so classic and good? What's the answer? Because they work on so many levels. Ha ha! He's a dad. He knows. All right, let's get some answers. The name of John Cleese's overrun Ben Breakfast owner, Mr. Bezel Fawlty. He directed Armageddon, the Transformers series in Pearl Harbor, Mr. Michael Bay. Dancing, who was known for doing everything Fred Astaire did, but backwards and in high heels, Miss Ginger Rogers. This company produced and mass-marketed collectibles. Its product line began with manufacturing and marketing privately minted gold and silver commemorative rounds and medallions. The Franklin, the Franklin Mints. All those infomercials. The Avengers. This character went from personal assistant to CEO of Stark Industries, Miss Pepper Potts. Suspect from the board game Clue represented the color yellow, Mr. Colonel Mustard. Mr. Colonel. Mr. Colonel Mr. Mustard. Colonel. American singer, actress, the mother of Miguel Ferrer and the aunt to George. Come on to my house, my house, come on, Rosemary Clooney. Dungeons and Dragons found on the D&D website. This monthly column gives official clarifications of D&D rules and provides reference documents to help your D&D game run smoothly. Now, Jeff told me nobody was going to get this, but some people did. A lot of people Sage did. Sage Advice Compendium. All right, let's see how folks did. It was just Sage did. Advice. We took Sage Advice. All right. We took Sage and Advice. Let's get some <laughs> round like, two scores. Cookie. Oh, well, let's go over the answers. That's right. Basil Fawlty, Michael Bay, Ginger Rogers, Franklin Mint, Pepper Potts, Colonel Mustard, Rosemary Clooney, Sage Advice Compendium. What do they have in common? Herbs, herbs and, and spices. spices. We took spices. We took herbs. We took herbs well, and spices. Well, we took herbs. We took spices. We took herbs and or spices. We forgot. All right, folks. So, Cookie, how did folks do in round two? Round two scores. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts, Gremlin Lady Fantasy, Nothing Really Matters, Namaste or Should I Go, all with nine points. Nice. Order of the Phoenix, we're supposed to be having fun. I still haven't fixed your name. First place, I'll have eight points. Coming in with seven points, Charcuterie, Thirst Trap, and Morris Townies. Five points, we got Comfortably Dumb, Green Wave, Bruce Springs, Stein, and Calvin's Cult, and DCA's Finest All bringing right. us up with All two right. points. All right, there's plenty of game left. 
So let's jump into round three. Question number one, Cookie, take it away. State of fashion, what curiously named clothing company was founded in 1897 in Wisconsin? By 1984, 80% of its clothing production was dedicated to children's clothing. Mm. What curiously named clothing company was founded in 1897 in Wisconsin? Curious. And by 1984, 80% of its clothing production was dedicated to children's clothing. Yeah, they were like, uh, 100 years, they were like, yeah, let's do this. 100 years later, we're like, nah, screw this. Let's just make clothes let's for kids. Let's just make kids' clothes. Less fabric to have to deal with. Oh, jeez. Yeah, we had a good run. 97 years. We're eh. like, nah, enough, enough of these adult clothes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Johnson, 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 what do you say? Yeah, children's clothing. There we go. Done. Johnson is not part of the answer. <laughs> no, was, the those, company is not Jonathan. Those are just Johnson. the board members. <laughs> just just the board members. All right, moving on to question number two. Pride, when asked whether his son was gay, this presidential candidate horrifically said, he's all man. We made sure of that. Oof. 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 Question two. Pride, when asked whether his son was gay, this presidential candidate horrifically said, he's all man. We made sure of that. Horrifically. A little editorializing here on <laughs> Best Man Trivia. That's amazing. Thank we you. We don't care. Honey Badger don't care. Best Man Trivia don't care. my birch beer so I can act like you guys. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. When asked whether someone's gay, this presidential candidate horrifically said he's old man. We made sure of that. All right, moving on to question number three. TV dads, modern family patriarch Ed O'Neill starred in which provocative 1980s sitcom? Modern Family, Patriarch Ed O'Neill, starred in which provocative 1980s sitcom? Were you a fan of this sitcom? I was. I really was. See, now, uh, well, right, right said Fred's I'm Too Sexy will, was never the same after the, the, Lon the London episodes. Remember when they went to London? Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And okay. they had them fitted for, yes. for clothes? Yes, yes. And the montage, and, and yes. There, there was the, the montage? It'll never be the same. <laughs> I believe this was on the same day that another show was on, and I was in it for that show, so I just kind of like watched this, this as a This pretense. was Sunday nights, yep. I believe. Sunday nights. There was a, on Fox. There was a, a drama ah, that, that was, was on. Against this? No, it, like le it was after it. Oh, it was after this. 
And then I gotcha. believe Cops was on after that. So it was like a whole night of TV I probably wasn't supposed to watch. I'm too sexy for this song. Too sexy for this song. Too sexy on far. <laughs> It'll, it just, it's, this is just stuck in my head. It's like a memory is coming back. It's triggering. From this show. Ugh, hilarious. Hilarious. All right, moving on to question number four. Geography. Ulan Batar is the capital city of what country? Gesundheit. Ulan Batar. Question four, geography. Ulan Batar is the capital city of what country? It does. Or this is almost like a Star Wars location. Right. Are you watching the Obi-Wan Kenobi? Are you watching it? I don't have time. I know, I know. There's I get so it. much to watch. I get it. Why would I watch new things when I can just rewatch The Wire again, which That's is hey. what I'm currently doing? <laughs> it's great. I, I just needed something. Someone said something about it, and I was like, "That's it. I have to rewatch it now." Yeah. Now you're gonna have to rewatch it. Yeah. What? It's. it's no, I think it's the greatest show HBO has produced. The Wire. The Wire, and I stand by it. What about The Sopranos? The Wire tops The Sopranos for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. I haven't the watched... Ri- the writing on The Wire stayed constant okay, the whole I, time. I, I Sopranos dippy dip. I will agree with you. I will agree with you. Seasons four and five of The Sopranos. Yeah. 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 Uh, took me out, got to say. Took I mean, me... Started, just, just the theme me. song alone of The Wire changing. I have, to, wa- I gotta wa- I have to rewatch The Wire. Do a whole yeah, trivia about, night see, on the wire. Think about Baltimore, though. If they clean up their act, no more TV shows. That's true. <laughs> Poor Baltimore. The, the city is capitalizing <laughs> off its misery. <laughs> All right, moving on. Question number five. Hey, the Tonys. This Pulitzer Prize winner also won the 2022 Tony Award for Best Musical. Hey, Bob. Yes. Was this possibly part of the Clue Club? This was clue number three in the Clue Club today. So if you were paying attention and follow us on social, if you follow us on social and were paying attention, (laughs) you you would get points for this. Or if you happen to watch the Tonys. I think it was last week. Or watch the Tonys. Was it last week? Seems like a million years ago. It does, doesn't it? (laughs) The Brits took everything. They're getting us back for uh, the revolution. So this Pulitzer Prize winner also won, rightly so, the 2022 Tony Award for Best Musical. And you were telling me you know the lead. I do. You know the lead I do. I worked with him. I'm friends with him. Fantastic. He won the Drama Desk. I love stories like that. Unfortunately, did not win the Tony for leading leading actor. But you know, you can't you can't have it all. Can't have it all. But he was just featured in Vogue magazine. But so. did he, he get to he got he got to go up on stage? Yes, he did, and he so, performed. Well, there you go. Uh, I don't know. 
All I know is that, again, my invitation to the Tonys, lost in the mail. Lost in the mail. Again. This is 52 years in a row. Sons of bitches. All right, here we go. Moving on to question number six, the final frontier. What was the name of the Star Trek character often referred to by Captain Kirk as Mr. Sulu? Essentially, what oh. is Mr. Sulu's first name? What is the first name of the Star Trek character often referred to by Captain Kirk as Mr. Sulu? It's a renaissance of Star Trek television, too. I was a Next Generation girl. Oh, I love Next Generation. With the Riker, with the going like that when he sat Over the on chair. chairs. It's a great e move. Everything changed as soon as he grew the beard in. I, uh, grew the beard in the show, just took off. Took off. Took off. And then, Did you watch any of the new ones? No, I stopped at Deep Space Nine. Okay. <laughs> so no Picard, no Discovery. No. You've if, My mother, huge right, fan, goes if, to the comic, goes to the conventions. If anything, if anything, you gotta watch, you gotta check out Strange New Worlds. Okay. That's the new. That's, that's the, the new newest one? one. Phenomenal. Anson Mount plays Captain Pike. Got a little bit of a man crush on Anson Mount. I gotta tell you. My mother keeps sending me, watch it for this guy. Watch he's, it for this guy. Yeah. I gotta tell you, that Anson Mount, he's got me. He's good. He's good stuff. We're looking for the first name of the Star Trek character often referred to by Captain Kirk as Mr. Sulu. Impulse. One quarter impulse, Mr. Sulu. Take us out. Sulu, take us out. Jeff and I went to D.C. to watch Mr. Shatner. Yes. Do his spoken word. I his, saw his spoken the word with uh, the symphony in uh, D.C. Excellent. It was fantastic. Mr. Was emotional. He's a, he's he was like a 82, phenomenal I think. performer. 82? Odd phenomenal performer. All right, moving on to question number seven. Women in history. Who wrote The Feminine Mystique in 1968 and became a leading figure in the women's movement? Who wrote The Feminine Mystique in 1968 and became a leading figure in the women's movement? Now, when we say the women's movement, we don't mean dance. We're not that shallow. So who wrote The Feminine Mystique in 1968 and became a leading figure in the women's movement? All righty. And closing out round three with question number eight, Breaker Breaker in CB Radio Lingo. The question, what's your 20, is actually asking what? Question eight, Breaker Breaker in CB Radio Lingo. The question, what's your 20, is actually asking what? Breaker one nine, breaker one nine, we got a smoky. 
We got ourselves a convoy. I was about to say, another convoy. Chris Christopherson. Convoy. What a terrible song. Terrible song. We got ourselves a, terrible a convoy movie. <laughs> working through the night. We got ourselves a convoy. Ain't it a beautiful sight? Convoy. This was a seminal moment for me growing up because that was on HBO all, <laughs> all the, the time. time in the mid-70s. Nice. When we first got cable, it was just Convoy, Orca, and, and like... Uh, uh, and, and Star Trek, the motion picture. Okay. That was it. <laughs> CB Radio Lingo, the question, what's your 20, is actually asking what? As a stage manager, I also use this in theater when, yes. I, ask, when I ask this question. Well, you could probably use crew. a lot of CB Radio Lingo in theater. We do. You absolutely could. That's brilliant. I love that. All right, folks. With that, that'll take us. To the end of round three, hey. please bring up your sheets. We have another anagram for you to solve. Category Glenbrook Beer. Underbody Flasher Summons. You can solve this while we score, and we'll see you in a little bit. All righty. Good round, everybody. Tough round. Tough round, but a good round. All right. Glenbrook Beer, underbody flashing. Flasher summons. Who's got it? Who's got it? Of course, the Four Blondes Summer Shandy, which is quite good. And there's plenty in the case for you to grab on the way out. All right. Let's get some answers. Curiously named clothing company, Oshkosh Bagash. We all had the overalls. When asked whether his son was gay, this presidential candidate said he's all man. We made sure of that. I don't want to think about it. Mr. Ronald Reagan. Uh, boo. boo. Not during Pride Month. How dare you, Ronald Reagan? Boo. Modern family patriarch Ed O'Neill starred in which provocative 80s sitcom? Married with children. Ulan Batar is the capital city of what country? Mongolia. Pulitzer Prize winner also won the 2020-22-20 for Best this Musical. We so were looking for the show, A Strange, Strange Loop. Loop. Name of the first name of Mr. Sulu, Hikaru. Who wrote the feminine mystique, Miss Betty Friedan. Lots of... Uh, Lots of um, Gloria Steinem's. Gloria, Gloria Steinem's. Miss Betty Friedan. CB Radio Lingo, what's your 20? It's pretty much is looking for your location. Where you at? All right, so how did folks do what? in round three? I know, a lot of people did. Nope. It says one for best show. Take it up with Bob. All right, here we go. Let's look at scores. our scores. Dunkin's Donuts, seven points. And with six points, we're supposed to be having fun. Namaste or should I go? Five points, nothing really matters, Morris Townies. With four points, Green Wave, Gremlin Lady Fantasy, Order of the Phoenix, Bruce Springsteen, and first place. With three points, it's Charcuterie Thirst Trap. 
And comfortably dumb, DCA's finest and Calvin's cult comes in with two points. All righty. So let's look at our leaderboard after three. Here we go. In first place with 23 points is Dunkin's Donuts. Uh, the next three at 21 points. Nothing really matters. We're supposed to be having fun. <laughs> We're supposed to be having fun. Sorry. Namaste, or should I go? 20 points, Gremlin Lady Fantasy. 19, Order of the Phoenix. 18 points is first place. Green Wave, Charcuterie Thirst Trap uh, with 16 points. Bruce Springsteen, Morris Townies for 15 points. Comfortably Dumb for 14. Calvin's Cult is 12. And DCA's Finest is a respectable 10 points. All right, there's still plenty of game left, so let's jump in around four. Oh, Invisibles. I like these. What movie? What movie is this? All right, we'll make it a little bigger for you. Okay. What movie is that? What movie is that? Actors are invisible. What movie is it? For those of you who are into costume design, this category is all for you. Oh, this is question one, yeah, round four. What movie? Haunting, haunting film. Haunting. Haunting. Especially because I got no faces and no hands. <laughs> Phenomenal movie. Just the, the ending is haunting. All right, moving on to question number two. Life is a highway, measuring over 9,000 miles in length. What country's highway, one, forms a complete loop along its borders? It got real quiet in here. <laughs> 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 measuring over 9,000 miles in length, what country's highway, one, forms a complete loop along its borders? That's like the quietest I've ever heard it. No. <laughs> I can watch the smoke come out of people's ears. What? Mm. Let's go. Moving on to question number three, artists. What artist popularized the use of the elephant and the donkey as symbols of our two main political parties? Give you a little hint. He's a local. Oh? Or he was. That's two hints. Male yeah. and a local. Q 
Question three, artists. What artist popularized the use of the elephant and the donkey as symbols of our two main political parties? Another hint, some of his work can be found seasonally at Glenbrook Brewery. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not above I'm not above giving in-game hints. In-game clue club. Last time Jeff tried to give an in-game uh, clue and he just flat out gave the answer. He gave answer. it away. <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. it. I've done it too. <laughs> We were just Artists. like, oh, oh, okay, well, there you go. Everyone write that down. You could visit this gentleman's house tonight. What artist popularized the use of the elephant and the donkey as symbols of our two main political parties? All right, moving on to question number four. Sports. In 1982, who became the first identifiable professional baseball player to be featured on a U.S. postal stamp? In 1982, who became the first identifiable professional baseball player to be featured on a U.S. postal stamp? I'm assuming that in past there were just unknown, unrecognizable yes. players just Correct. doing their thing. There were images of baseball. Unnamed, but this person you actually will be able to. And this is the first where they were like identifiable. See the dude. That's the uh, operative word in this question. And since then, they just threw baseball players on. Like, yeah, you figure it yeah. out. <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> All right, moving on to question number five, the summer wind. Today is the second day of summer. How many days total in the summer months of June, July, and August? Ooh, there's math. I was told there would be no math. I was How told. Many days total in How many days total in the summer months of June, July, ah. and August? We are two days in. Two day yesterday being the solstice. The longest day of the longest year. Longest day. Felt like it. Did feel like it. Did feel like it. Yes, sir. Uh, add them up. How many days total in the summer months of June, July, and August? What's that? I think they're asking the distinction, like, it's summer now, so are we only counting these two days? Or? Yes. We're counting the full, the, the total numbers, total number of days in summer. In the months, in the months, yes, in the months. I still don't think I even understand the distinction. <laughs> no, you're you're counting. No, just in June, July. How many month? How many? How many days total in the summer months of June, July, and August? 
I think by using those words, it's yes, I agree. People. Is is all of June in summer? Right. So yeah. only when it's the summer. Yes. Yes. Only when it's summer in those months. There we go. I was confused. I get easily confused. I, I don't see the answers before I'm here, so I it's play just like you guys. Trivia games are a challenge. This one's gonna. <laughs> There's still some confusion. <laughs> there is. There is confusion. All right. So, to be clear, to be clear, we are looking for. Listen, he's listening. The total number of days in the summer months of June, <laughs> July, and August. Doesn't Okay, okay, okay. Okay. It is. It is. When summer when summer starts, yes. There you go. The keyword is summer days. The summer days. Not month days. days. Summer days. Summer days, not month days. The keyword. Total number of days. Is summer. Summer days. (laughs) I don't write them. It's I've, I, that was the first time I saw the question, is too. Don't don't look at me. <laughs> I don't want it to get violent. Okay, moving on. Question number six. What in the world? What is a Flemish giant? What in the world? What is a Flemish giant? Ha ha. What in the world? What is a Flemish giant? Can't take it. I need one of the owls. (laughs) What in the world? What is a Flemish giant? 
All right, moving on to question number seven. TV dads. This TV dad moved twin teenagers from Minnesota to Beverly Hills. I was just about to sing the theme song. This TV dad moved twin teenagers from Minnesota to Beverly Hills. Now, I watched this, but I never admitted that I watched this. (laughs) (laughs) The definition of a guilty pleasure. Yes. All right. Here we go. Question number eight. Cocktail recipes. Two and a half ounces of gin or vodka. Half an ounce of dry vermouth. Ice, lemon peel, twist, or olives for garnish. Cocktail recipes. Two and a half ounces of gin or vodka. Half ounce of dry vermouth. Ice, lemon peel, twist, or olives for garnish. Question number eight, cocktail recipes, two and a half ounces of gin or vodka, two and a half ounces of dry vermouth, ice, lemon peel, twister off. Now, because this is an even round, we have a bonus question for you. And here it is. How did 007 like his prepared? How did 007 like his prepared? Do I have an in-between? And that, folks, will take us to the end of round four. We're getting there. In the meantime, we have a brain teaser for you. Solve this while we score, (laughs) and we'll see you in a little bit. Thank you. Oh, boy. All right, hey, can we score while we score and solve this brain teaser? Am I get it? Am I get it? Am I get it? Oh, hold on. We've got to resume slideshow. Uh, of course, win with ease. Uh, uh. Is anybody doing that tonight? I don't know. Maybe. All right, let's get some answers. What movie? Brokeback Mountain. Happy Pride. Happy I can't Pride. Quit you. Measuring over 9,000 miles in length, what country's Highway 1 forms a complete loop along its borders? Australia. Australia. What artist popularized the use of elephant and donkey as symbols of our two main political parties? Morristown own Thomas, Thomas Nast. Nast. <laughs> 
1982, who became the first identifiable professional player to be featured on a U.S. postage stamp, of Mr. Course. Jackie Robinson. Of course. Who else? How many months, how many days <laughs> total in the summer months of June, July, and August? This would be 72. 31 in July, 31 in August, and 10 in June, 72. What in the world is a Flemish giant? It's a rabbit. TV dad moved his twin teenagers from Minnesota to Beverly Hills. Mr. Jim Walsh. Beverly Hills, 90210. <laughs> we accepted Mr. Two and a half ounces of gin or vodka, <laughs> half an ounce of dry vermouth, ice, lemon peel, twist or olives. That would be a martini. And how did 007 like his prepared? Shaken, not stirred. All right, so how did folks do so in round four? With the perfect score and their bonus, Gremlin Lady Fantasy. Tied for uh, with eight points. We're supposed to be having fun. Namaste or should I go? Charcuterie thirst trap. Nothing really matters with seven. Greenway first place and Calvin's cult all with six points. Duncan's Donuts, Morris Townies with five. Comfortably Dumb, Bruce Springsteen with four. And DCA's Finest with three points. All right. So how are folks doing after four? Let's take a look. Woo! Uh, tied. 29 points. Gremlin Lady Fantasy. We're supposed to be having fun. Namaste or should I go? Right behind them, Duncan's Donuts. Nothing really matters with 28 points. Clearly behind them, first place and Charcuterie Trap with 24. Green Wave and Morris Townies with 22. Order of the Phoenix, Bruce Springsteen uh, with 19. Comfortably Dumb, Calvin's Cult, 18. And DCA's Finest with 13. All right, here we go. Going into round five. All right, just to remind you all, this is the penalty round. So that means correct answers will net you three points. Wrong answers will dock you two. Blank, nothing. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. So if you don't know the answer, don't put it down. If you want to play heavy, this is your chance to be a little strategic. All right, here we go. We're going to jump into round five with question number one. Pride Month, Sean Penn played the first openly gay man to be elected to public office in California in a 2008 movie directed by Gus Van Zandt. What is this man's name? Question one for Pride Month. Sean Penn played the first openly gay man to be elected to public office in California in a 2008 movie directed by Gus Van Zandt. What was that man's name that Sean Penn played? Sean Penn played. Sean, Sean Penn, Penn played. played. All right, moving on to question number two. TV Dads, what Netflix series, which premiered in 2015 and has run for three seasons, features the lead character's father, played by the actor's real-life dad? What Netflix series, which premiered in 2015 and has run for three seasons, features the lead character's father, played by the actor's real-life dad? 
And we're looking for the series. Yes, we're looking for the series. Title of the show. All right, moving on to question number three. Mockumentaries, the actors from Spinal Tap played this band in a mighty wind. Question number three. Mockumentaries, the actors from Spinal Tap played this band in a mighty wind. Well, e a o s. <laughs> well, there's a pirate and 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 Spinal Tap sequel. It's happening. Really? Greenlit. It's happening. Very interesting. I know. All right, moving on to question number four. Oops. Because its spelling was not firmly established at the time, what word is misspelled on the Liberty Bell? Because its spelling was not firmly established at the time, what word is misspelled on the Liberty Bell? Liberty Biberty. Liberty Bell. Liberty Bell. Liberty Line. Well. Oops, they did it again. They spelled they the misspelled word Brittany. wrong. <laughs> because they didn't know how it was ultimately was going to be spelled. All right, moving on to question number five. What's in a name? Who is Oscar, Zaroster, Phaedric, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose Diggs, better known as? What's in a name? Who is Oscar, Zaroster, Phaedric, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose Diggs, better known as? Oh, quiet. Oh, <laughs> silence. <laughs> mm. The thinking caps come on or come off, depending how you use yours. Who is Oscar, Zoroaster, Phaedric, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose Diggs, better known as? Oh boy, lots of faces with consternation. <laughs> I'm very interested to find out this answer. I have no clue. All right. Moving on, question number six. What year is it? 
2022 is the year of which animal, according to the Chinese zodiac? 2022 is the year of which animal, according to the Chinese zodiac? Many to choose from. Do you know the year you were born? What animal you are? Rooster. I'm a horse. Rooster. I don't know what that means. Rooster. All right, moving on to question number seven. It's lyrical. What is the next line from this TikTok favorite? I was into you, but I'm over it now. And I was trying to be nice, but nothing's getting through. So let me spell it out. <laughs> there we go. The youngs. The youngs the figured green it out. Wave finally gets a question the, in there. The olds are shaking the their, scratching their heads. TikTok the favorite. What? These kind of questions separate the wheat from the chaff. What is the next line from this TikTok favorite? I was into you, but now, but I'm over it now. And I was trying to be nice, but nothing's getting through. So let me spell, spell it out. out. All righty. And closing out the game, question, Final question number eight. Myths and legends. According to the legend, what did Guinevere's father give King Arthur as a wedding gift? Hmm. According to the legend, what did Guinevere's father give King Arthur, Arthur as a wedding gift? Arthur. Arthur. King Arthur. I'm Arthur, king of the Britons. Other side of the coin of the TikTok. Yes. And then going it's into, works. you know, hey. The old legends. We, we are um, <laughs> fair, if anything. All right. And remember, three points if you get it right, two points if you get it wrong, zero if you just leave it blank. All right, folks, that'll take us to the, oh, we got a tiebreaker question. Okay. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's right. Price is right rules, closest without going over. How many minutes is This Is Spinal Tap? How many minutes is the movie This Is Spinal so Tap? So everyone answers this one. So in case so there is a tie, we will put, already have your answer. Put this answer in the bonus. Put this answer in the bonus. How many minutes is This Is Spinal Tap? In minutes. <laughs> yeah, you guys. That, that's, I guess. <laughs> it needs to be said. Price is right. Rules close without going over. How many minutes is this? Is Spinal Tap and folks, that'll take us to the end of round five. Hey. As we score another brain teaser. How far can a raccoon run into the woods? And we'll see you in a little bit. Give us a minute while we score. We'll see you in a little bit. Oh boy, here we go. Let's take a look. 
Hey, before we, well, who figured out the brain teaser? How far can a raccoon run into the woods? Halfway. After that, he's running out of the woods. <laughs> yuck, 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 yuck. That's like a brain teaser and a dad joke at the same time. All right, let's get some answers. Sean Penn played Harvey Milk. Harvey Milk. Netflix series, Netflix Master series. of None. Actors of Spinal Tap, Mighty Wind, The Folksman. Well, because if its spelling was not firmly established, what word was misspelled? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Figures. Who is Oscar Zeroster, Fiedrich, Isaac, Norman, Henkel, Emmanuel, Ambrose, Diggs, better known as the, the Wizard, Wizard of Oz? <laughs> what year is it? Year of the Tiger. It's lyrical. I was into you, so let me spell it out. Everybody. A, A B, B, C, D, E, F, U. Oh, Gail. All right, myths and legends. According to legend, what did Guinevere's father give King Arthur? A round table. All right, so how did folks... Oh, tiebreaker question. We didn't need it because there were no ties, but it was 82. It's close. All right, let's get some scores in round five. Gremlin Lady Fantasy with 13 points. Nothing really matters, and we're supposed to be having fun with 10. Charcuterie Thirst Trap with 8. Namaste or Should I Go with 7. Greenway, first place with 6. DCA's Finest and Calvin's Colt with 5. Duncan's Donuts with 4. Morris Townies with 3. Bruce Springsteen with 2. And Comfortably Done, unfortunately, with 0. They gambled right. and they lost. So here are the winners, starting with... Fourth, uh, fourth place. place, starting with fourth place. Fourth place, Namaste or Should I Go with 36 points. Fifth place, Dunkin' Donuts with 32. Charcuterie Thirst Trap, 32. First place, 30 points. Green Wave, 28. Morris Townies, 25. Calvin's Cult is 23. Bruce Springsteen, 21. Order of the Phoenix is 19. Comfortably Dumb uh, and DCA's Finest Comfortably with Dumb points. and DCA's Finest. Where are you? Comfortably Dumb. dumb. Comfortably DCA's done. finest. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Comfortably done. Y'all both get, get to pick from the bag. Here you get to pick from the bag of fun. Fun. Here, pick something. Pick, 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 pick. Who was more wrong? Which team are you? <laughs> Who is furthest? DCA's wrong? finest. Yeah, they are. What'd you get? You get the prize. You're awful. What about Bob? What about Bob? DCA's finest. DCA's Comfortably finest. Comfortably dumb. Gets. What'd you get? Oh, unrated and uncut. Oh my. Oh my. That was uh if you you're know. not if you're not first, you're last. All right, so let's get our winners. <laughs> Third place. Third place with 38, 38 points. points. Nothing, Nothing really matters. matters. Happy birthday, Chris. Second place. With 39. 39 points. We're supposed to be having fun. And the winner is Gremlin, Gremlin Lady, Lady Fantasy, Fantasy with 42, 42 points. points. Winners, please hey. stick around so I can take your pictures. Everybody else, thank you so much Thanks for everyone. a wonderful evening. We will see you next Wednesday. Have a great, Have a great night. night, everybody.